What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Please say hello to my co-host, Sharona. Welcome to the George Mossy Show. So, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 4 has aired. Now, if you were looking for Danielle and Johan, you will not get them. They were not in this episode. So, if you want to know what's going on with Johan's butcher shop and Danielle's $2,000 a month apartment, you're going to need to tune in next week because that's where that information will be. But we did watch Jen, who has arrived in India, but she was six hours away from where she needed to be. And we are watching her take a six hour cab ride to actually go to Yipur, India, where she needs to go to be with her fiance, Rishi. Now, what do you think about the idea of Rishi not going to the airport to get her? Like, I feel like that's a red flag to me because I feel like she flew halfway across the world. He couldn't like drive six hours to get her. And then, and obviously we're going to talk about the apartment situation, but where are you with that? Because I feel like that was the first red flag of this situation. Big red flag. Honestly, if I went to go see someone, I don't even care if it was like me or flying from San Diego to Vegas. You better pick me up from freaking airport. Like, what the hell? I don't know. That was disrespectful. Yeah, so I, I was bothered by that. And then he has like this secret apartment that he's keeping her and hiding her away in. And he tells his mom that he's going to the gym. And there's just so many secrets. And I'm just bothered by the idea that they've been together almost three years and his family doesn't know she exists. And then we did find out that she did attend like his sister's wedding a really long time ago, but they don't even know her. And he, she was never really like officially introduced to them. And she was supposed to actually visit with his family and he was going to introduce her as a friend. And I'm actually really happy that she decided that that wasn't going to work for her. And she said, you know what, when you're ready to tell your family who I really am, I'm going to be there and I'm going to do that. But until you decide to do that, I don't think I'm going to just sit around and play these games because he's like, oh, it's not the right time. I need you to meet them. I need you. It's been years. Like she exists. And I think what bothers me the most is like he's had all these years to bring up, hey, there's this American woman that I've been talking to. I like her a lot. She might come here to visit. We might try to work on our relationship. Nothing. And it's like she has four months on this visa and it's been almost three years. He's not said one word. There's no chance that he's going to tell his family in these four months that she exists. Yeah, I'm kind of getting the same feeling. I think that that is red flag number two. But it's an even bigger red flag than him not picking her up from the airport. Like, how are you going to have this woman move across the country, across the world, and like, and not tell your family that she's coming? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I am glad that she decided that she is withholding sex until they get married because again they were having sex and he was a bit confused by it because he was like well when you were here last that wasn't an issue but i love that jen is like well no you're not going to keep me hidden away as a secret like a dirty little secret you're going to have to tell people that we're together and you're going to have to marry me and i feel like that's not asking a lot like you said she moved across the entire country she gave up everything her entire family was against what she was doing and she was like you're worried that your family won't approve of it and they're gonna lock you in the house is it even possible to like lock an adult man in the house isn't that kidnapping i mean i don't know the laws in india but i think here you can be charged with kidnapping if you tell someone they can't leave so like do you feel like he's full of excuses like i don't know like the thought crossed my mind tonight i was like what if he's already married like this is kind of reminding me of the submit situation like he's acting really weird he's checking his watch he has to be somewhere he has to lie and say where he's going where he's not going what if he's already married or and he's already 
you're in a relationship. That's kind of the first thing that came to my mind because that's the way he's treating Jen. Like she's the other woman. Yeah. I mean, that's a good twist. Honestly, if he's married already, I mean, it's hard because like his family's so adamant about him marrying someone, but he's sketchy. So either he's married or he's talking to someone else in India because yeah, no one's just checking their watch that frequently. And he claims that he's been faithful. Do you believe that? Because he is a personal trainer. Yeah, and he said that all of the women that he trains are usually very, very forward with how much they love him and want to be with him and would sleep with him or whatever. And he's like, oh, no, I would never do that. And it's like, it has been two years. And he is, you know, in his words, not mine, in high demand. No, the women really love him there. So the idea that he's been completely faithful to Jen is kind of questionable. And she was like, I'm giving you the opportunity to tell me the truth now. So please don't like further down the line, I find out that you were having sex with other women because that's going to be a problem. And he still didn't say anything like that was, I know there's no such thing as a get out of jail free card when it comes to a woman in a relationship. She's kind of trapping you, but he could have said, you know what? I didn't know if you were ever coming back. So yes, there was unserious relationships or unserious type of hookups or whatever, but he didn't say anything. And I, like you said, I don't know if I believe it. No, I don't believe it at all. I don't believe that that guy has the capability of not cheating. If that sounds mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> but like you said, he's a personal trainer. All these women are like flocking over him. Like, Two years? Come on. Also, I want to throw out there, Rishi, when you get an apartment, you need, like, blankets and toilet tissue and, like, normal necessities. Because he's like, I didn't know what you liked. I guarantee you she likes any type of toilet paper. Any type. Doesn't matter. Because I guarantee you when she gets up at 3 a.m., she has to go to the bathroom. Any type of toilet paper is her favorite at that moment. I guarantee you. Oh, my God. 100%. Any kind of blankets are probably her favorite, too. Come on. We watch Gabe finally arrive in Colombia, and he is met at the airport by his entire family, his brand new entire family that loves him and supports him. And we watch that he got Isabel's name on his body. And we know that Gabe is big on getting women's names on his body. He also got one removed, which made her feel really good. And she's like, oh, my God, what a romantic thing. I was like, how weird. It's romantic to get another person's name removed to make you feel better. And it's like, whatever makes you happy, right? Isabel was like, yes, I'm so happy. That means he only loves me. But I'm still (laughs) worried about this situation because Gabe is really, 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 really wanting to tell her family, specifically her father, about him being trans and everyone in the family seems to be fine with it. Even Sarah, Isabel's daughter, she's known since day one. She found out when she found out and Gabe didn't know that she knew. And he was like, I'm really happy to know that she's aware because she's never once treated me differently. And I feel like the family that he has, this new family that his mom actually worried he would never have has accepted him completely. And I just want him to be content with that. I don't know. I don't want to tell him what to do, but it's like, Her dad, she has said, is a very difficult guy when it comes to change and to coming to open-mindedness and things like that. She's giving you that information. And apparently, she never really focused on the negative about it because Gabe said that that was his first time hearing that maybe her dad wouldn't accept it. But I think that he should take that information and he should let it marinate and maybe just rethink the whole telling of the family. And I get the no secrets. I completely get it. I feel like it's good to be open with the people that you're in a family with and you love. But his family are Isabel, 
and her kids. And I feel like everybody else is secondary. And I know it's hard because it's a different country and he doesn't know anyone. And he wants everyone to be on his side, but they are on his side. And I don't want to give them any room to discriminate against him in any way. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I totally understand where Gabe's coming from. Like, I want to marry your daughter. I want to be honest with you. I want to tell you everything. But I don't know. Like you said, like, Isabel and the kids already accept him for who he is. Why? I get that's part of him. And that's a big thing. But, like, I'm just scared. Like, it might mess up their relationship. Because if the dad and the parents get mad and... I don't know. We've seen this happen before, not with this kind of thing, but we've seen like the Jenny and Submit, like the family not wanting to be around and just we've seen so many families turn against their children and their loved one because of something so small. So I just don't want to see that happen because they're such a great couple. Yeah. And we have to remember Isabel's family lives an hour and a half away because she did leave her hometown to be with him. So they're not even going to be that close. So it's like, I know they're family, but they're not even going to be like a quick drive away. So it's like what they don't know isn't necessarily going to hurt them. It's not going to do anything. You know, they're they're not going to be living under the same roof as you. And I just want him to be content with the love and the family that he found because again this was this was hard for him to find someone to accept him and love him and to just say this is Gabriel and not ask any questions and I don't want to push the envelope also um cow intestine would you eat it yes or no oh never <laughs> never I felt like he was a good sport for trying it, but I love how Isabel was like, well, I couldn't tell him what it was before he ate it because then he wouldn't have <laughs> ate it. And I was like, see, that's not fair. I need to know what's a, what exactly is going into my mouth before it goes into my mouth. I feel like that's not asking a lot. So good for Gabe for trying it. He's like, you don't expect me to finish it, right? Because I'm not doing that. But yeah, I'm glad that he actually tried it. I like to try things too, but Isabel's right. You tell me what it is. I'm probably not going to put it in my mouth. So real quick, Debbie was back, my favorite person, and she was going to the lawyer and she brought Julian with her. And Julian is a vibe, right? Julian kind of has diarrhea in his mouth and he says whatever's on his mind. And he's very insulting, but it's in a place of love. Even Debbie said it. She's like, he says really mean, off the wall, nasty things to me, but he just loves me and he doesn't really know how to control it. I don't know. I'm kind of like that. I say like too much. Like I say exactly what's on my mind, so I kind of get it. So it's prenup talk. So she wants to get a prenup because Osama apparently doesn't have any assets. And Debbie has assets, like a house and a bunch of money. And it seems that Julian wants to protect her assets. I don't know if he wants her to keep her assets just so she has them or if his inheritance is coming, he wants to make sure it's still there. I don't know his exact intention, but he is super, super gung-ho on keeping his mom's assets with her. Now, luckily, all of her assets reside in Georgia. And it would be very difficult for Osama to take any of those assets because he's not allowed in our country. So it's like you can't come over here and take the house or ownership of anything that's here because you're not allowed here. So I think that she would be in the clear. But she did say something that kind of alarmed us. She was like, well, what if like down the line, I just want to give him a bunch of money? And I was like, well, that's a red flag. Like, so she claims that she hasn't been giving Osama money. Do you believe her? Like, that's where I want to start. Do you believe that she hasn't gave him any money whatsoever? Not really. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like there had to have been some money exchanged because he's a 24 year old man that doesn't have a job. 
So it's like you're yeah. speaking to this woman 24-7 daily. She's come to see you before more than once. I feel like you've had to mention, like, even if you weren't asking, you would say like, oh, well, this I don't have this. It would be nice to have it. You know how you're trying to hint around that you want something yeah. from her. So it's like I feel like he might not like openly say I need five hundred dollars. But I do feel like there has been more than one instance. Julian is probably right where. Osama has asked for something, maybe not specifically asking Debbie, but he just brought it up like in the open air and said that I would love to have this. And Debbie made that happen. And that's that's kind of shocking, but not really, because it's like what what is really going on here? Because Julian is one hundred and ninety thousand percent sure that this is a scam and that there is no possible way that Osama loves his mom, which we can't really know yet. And we, we are going to get to meet him next week. So I am interested in seeing how his demeanor is and how he speaks of her and how um how his eyes light up, right? Because when we watch Gabe talk about Isabel, we see lit up eyes, you know? So it's like, I just want to know what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I feel like this, exactly what you said, even if he's like bringing something up that he wants, or if he's just like, oh, I, can you get this for me? Or I don't know. I just feel like there's some kind of exchange, like, He's either saying like, oh, I really want, I don't know, like a PS4, if that's even a thing that he would want. And she's like, oh, I can get that for you. Mm -hmm. So it's not, like you said, it's not directly money. It's gifting, but it's kind of in the same category. It's almost expected, right? If you're 24 and you're dating, it's not gender related either. It could be the opposite as well. You're dating someone 67. It's kind of like an expected thing that she's going to be your sugar mama or your sugar daddy, whatever the the situation is. And I mean, I don't want to say that he's a bad guy or he's doing anything wrong or whatever, but I am really interested in seeing his his scenes and just meeting him and going over to Morocco and just seeing him in his own element because I feel like that's when we can start judging because it's not fair to judge him right like now I don't I don't think we should be judging him right now we can <laughs> I mean yeah that's kind of what we're here for right we should be judging him but all right guys so we run out of time we need to come back we have some more people to talk about there's a lot going on I want to thank my co-host Sharona this is the George Massey so I'm at George Massey on all social media platforms, georgemassey.com, and anywhere you get your podcast, make sure you're following my co-host Sharona. Her links are right here at the bottom. We will talk to all of you guys really soon.